It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It's going to be some Kennedy on Kennedy on Kennedy action today uh, because we have to talk about RFK Jr. uh, throwing his hat in the independent presidential ring, which I think is a fantastic thing. Anytime you have a truly viable third party candidate in this country, it breaks up the duopoly because Every presidential cycle, we hear the same thing. This is the most important election of our lifetime. It obviously isn't, since it was the most important election four years ago, and we're pretty much in the same place we were back then. So it wasn't that important because it didn't really move the needle. It didn't change enough. Nothing was terribly consequential. But it is annoying to have two people you really don't like, to choose from because a lot of people buy into the idea that they have to vote Republican or Democrat, especially in presidential races, or their vote doesn't count. We have to get out of that mentality. And, you know, is RFK Jr. transformational? Is he the political savior we've been looking for? No, I mean, his beliefs are kind of all over the map and it's it's a political grab bag. There's certainly something for everyone. He's got a big Greta Thunberg-sized environmental streak behind him. You know, he's fought to clean things up. He fought big government and big pesticide and whatever big institution might be polluting rivers. Uh, He has certainly fought for that, and he's been an environmental advocate for a long, long time. He's also expressed a great deal of vaccine hesitancy long before it was COVID cool. But the fact that so many people either got sick from the jab or got sick in spite of getting the jab and have developed their own vaccine skepticism, uh, that has really helped him build a new coalition with conservatives and some of the liberty minded. Um, He flirted with the idea of running as a libertarian over the summer because he has been frozen out of the Democrat Party process because he poses the biggest threat to Joe Biden. You know, when when he was pulling in kind of healthy double digits, Democrats became very concerned. But when he realized he wasn't going to get any funding or get on a debate stage, but that his ideas were gaining traction with a lot of people, uh, he decided to go his own way. And it wasn't a libertarian way because there is a rift in the Libertarian Party about RFK Jr. And there are a lot of people who think that he is just batshit crazy and his ideas are not sound. They're not necessarily rooted in freedom, although he has he has been red pilled on certain issues about freedom, namely things like limiting the size of the federal government and whether or not the Fed should exist. But he has also used the power of government to sue and silence people in the past. So he he will have some problems with his track record uh, trying to appeal to what I would call libertarian purists, like those who love deploying litmus tests to political candidates to prove that they are not actually in the same camp. Um, That can be not necessarily 
useful, but it happens. It's always good to have discussions fall on the side of freedom. And if RFK Jr. is one of those people who has discovered freedom, even if it's late in the game, even if he's a freedom convert, it's better to have people pushing those ideas because he's never going to be president. You know, even though he could be a viable third party candidate, viability just means that he's probably going to get more than 5% of the vote. So it makes you wonder what will break up the duopoly that, you know, we bang our heads against the wall every four years when we're talking about electing a president. But then we repeat the same mistakes over and over again in terms of continuing with the same processes and the same either the exact same candidates or the same type of candidates, namely people who are very old, corrupt, damaged, annoying, self-obsessed, whatever the case may be, whatever they have in common, um, you know, President Trump, probably a better president in 2016 than he would be in 2024. And not because of the four active court cases and the uh, the gag orders that have befallen him in recent months, but because of his myopic obsession with these cases and these trials and the vendetta against him. That may be justified. This may be an actual political witch hunt, but if shield, not shield, if defending yourselves, yourself rather against the witch hunts, if that is, if that occupies a greater urgency in your mind and in your words and actions than crafting policy, then that's not necessarily good for the rest of the country. That's why I think a Trump presidency would be problematic. And there are a number of reasons. Uh, yes, he is divisive and people hate him and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's where I think some of those voters would jump to RFK Jr. Because he has distinct ideas that people can get behind. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Even if you disagree with him, you have to recognize what it is he is deploying that is attractive to disenfranchised voters. And you also have to acknowledge that disenfranchised voters greatly outnumber establishment voters. You know, the people who have always said, well, you got to vote for one or the other, uh, love it or leave it. So those people will siphon away Trump votes. But I, I know that his relative, Chris Kennedy, uh, did an article, uh, did an interview with Politico talking about how uh, he was kind of excited that RFK Jr. is going third party because it means that President Biden is safe. President Biden is not safe, and it is not a foregone conclusion that someone like RFK is naturally going to siphon votes away from Trump. There are plenty of people who look at him and go, well, he's a Democrat from a Democrat family. Uh, I'm a Camelot Democrat. I really want him to save our country. And, you know, even though he thinks that um, certain Monsanto fertilizers make frogs, female frogs sprout testicles or whatever, um, which, you know, is kind of sexy. But apparently that's an argument against certain pesticides. Having said that, there are plenty of people go, he's not Joe Biden. 
and people voted for Joe Biden in 2020 because he's not Donald Trump. Um, Joe Biden doesn't have the protection of a basement this time around. And if RFK Jr. gets into the race and runs as an independent and Joe Manchin runs on a no labels ticket and then you have, you know, perhaps it's Spike Cohen who is the most rational, making the most forcefully rational arguments of any of the candidates who could be nominated as the libertarian, then you have a proliferation of interesting voices. So how do we change the tenor of the conversations that we have and the conversations that politicians have with each other? And the answer is, and and for a lot of people, this sounds crazy. I do believe, after reading about it, doing some investigations, talking to Chris Novoselic and others, that ranked choice voting is the wave of the future if we are going to end the duopoly of two parties. If it is just othering us versus them, uh, there's so much to lose because there's so much power and money to gain if we are, in fact, the party in power. The only way you can do that is ranked choice voting. And that's where, you know, you basically list the preference of candidates that you have. So if you're a Republican, maybe you put Donald Trump first, Ron DeSantis second, Nikki Haley third, Vivek Ramaswamy fourth, and so on. And then whoever is the candidate who gets the least amount of votes, they're now pulled from the ballot It's an instant runoff and their votes then go to their second choice, their their voters second choice candidate. And that keeps happening until someone comes up with a majority if they don't get it outright. Um, Now, in the Republican field, no one's going to get the majority right now. Joe Biden shouldn't get the majority right now. Joe Biden doesn't have a plurality of Democrats who want him to run for reelection. You know, and whether or not they'll vote for him, they might hold their nose and do that because they don't want Republicans in power, uh, even though it's going to be essentially the same thing. The, The pendulum isn't going to swing too far. It is going to be big government. It's going to be big spending with minor cultural differences and, you know, maybe a Supreme Court justice or two. And maybe that is where you make your case. But, you know, an executive only running on the influence of the judicial branch means that we have fallen so far uh, out of balance in this country. And I really feel like ranked choice voting and having at least the feeling and the ability to vote for other candidates could ultimately be a much better system for us as Americans. Uh, Because if your guy or gal doesn't win, then maybe another person who appeals to you Maybe your second choice, your silver medalist, wins the election. That seems to be a better outcome and also um, far less acrimonious and contentious because right now the only hope people have is, you know, like the crabs in a pot, you know, pulling each other down so no one gets out. That's not good enough. We deserve better than that. We deserve better than the uh, the front runners that we have right now, we deserve better than the system that we have right now. We constantly talk about how the system has to change, the candidates have to change, but no one really does it. They've done it in Maine. They've done it in parts of Wyoming. They've done it here in New York City. And I think more municipalities, more counties, more states need to investigate with, flirt with, and implement the idea of ranked choice voting. So at some point, 
that's how we pick our next president. Because what we're doing now, it's broken. It sucks. Uh, it's the campaigns last way too long. You know, you've got people campaigning for president three years out. Uh, it's great for people like me who need to talk about politics and who have to have grist for the performative mill. But for people who are affected by politics, which is all of us, it's really not a great system. Think about ranked choice voting. Don't be scared to vote for a third party candidate. I don't care if it's RFK Jr., Joe Manchin, Larry Hogan, or your mom. I voted for your mom. I know all the pipe fitters did. And, uh, you know, she being a loosey goosey floozy, she saved the world in her own right. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.